0: This is the Media Week Industry Podcast from the people at mediaweek.com.au. Welcome to a new Media Week Podcast. I'm coming to you today from the ABC Ultimo Centre. Wendy Harmer and Robbie Buck, welcome to the Media Week Podcast. Thank
1: you very much, James.
0: Hosts, of course, of um, is it is it ABC
2: Sydney these days? Is the proper <laughs> it's, term. It's, well, We don't know ourselves, actually. I, I think it's two BL, isn't it? Uh, still? I think so. Was um, it seven oh two?
1: Depends on what,
2: how old you
0: are, James. <laughs>
2: yes. Whether
1: yeah. it's two BL or seven oh two or ABC Sydney.
0: Hmm, then I'm not sure if it's a Sydney ABC or what order. But anyway, it's the yeah. breakfast show. From, well, um, you see,
1: we're not even sure about that.
0: Oh, okay. No, because it goes
1: from 6 to 10. So is it a breakfast show? Does it go into brunch? Is it some kind of hybrid?
2: It's early lunch. <laughs> yeah. Or very late dinner if you're somebody who's <laughs> late to bed. Yeah. Now, of course, before this year, you
0: were both hosting separate slots. Mm-hmm. Um, Robbie, you were in breakfast. Wendy, you were in morning. Tell me about the approach when they pitched this to you. Was it was it a fait accompli, or did they
2: have to sound you out first? Or well, no, well, did it, it wasn't a fait accompli at all. Actually, they they came to us very gently and said, "What do you think about the concept?"
1: I, I don't know that there was much room if he'd said no. No, <laughs> well, we didn't have yeah. to work with each other, but yeah. a, of course the move was made by ABC management right round the country to put double-headers in. Mm. And the reasoning behind that, as we have been told, is that... Um, that People who are graduating to the ABC have grown up listening to FM radio with two heads and really the idea of just having a single head in breakfast now is a bit of an anachronism. I guess it doesn't mean you have to do sort of chucklehead radio and you know eating cockroaches for state of origin tickets. Mind you, <laughs> I have done days. that. Those <laughs> were the days. <laughs> Actually, that's but a great um, idea. but the idea, yeah, being that uh, folk who uh, might begin to that age where they think oh, I might just turn on the ABC. Well, here's something that's more familiar to them. That is that's
2: the reason. Yeah, that's the rationale and the way that it was sold to us. Uh, although management came to me and they said, look we want to do this format in the next couple of years we don't necessarily have to do it next year but there are we're hoping others will, will do it but we I have to say I, we both of us have had a, a reasonable amount of experience with either double or triple header shows in the past and it's it's a lot more fun.
1: And well, it's, 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 what Angela turn to, always used to say "It's um, half the work and twice the fun. Yeah. I don't know about the half the work bit because well, we're on air now from,
2: oh, that, my God. For decades. six
1: till ten.
2: <laughs> we started the, uh, the Neolithic age and then we just keep, keep on going through into the future. Uh, look, it, it, it is a longer show. So I used to start at 5.30 and then go through to 7.45 and uh, then there was news and AM and then Wendy would take over, of course, at 8.30 and go through till and 11. It, mm. um, so it's it's just, I, I guess it's four hours or thereabouts that we're not on air the entire time, but we're sort of on... Uh, we're at work. On, yeah, on, on, um, on station ready to go. And so it does, you get to the end of it and you do think, good grief, you know, we've covered a lot of material over that nearly four hours. But it's just, it's a, like I said, it's a lot more fun to do, isn't it? Mm, It mm, really is. That's right.
1: Yeah. um, I. I guess in the beginning I thought, oh, my gosh, you know, if you come to work at the ABC, I've been doing the morning show two years, and you come to work for the ABC, you work your guts, out, and then they, they take your show away from you, <laughs> uh, you know, so there's a, a bit of that. But um, as uh, Robbie said, used to um, having fun with, um, you know, multiple people in the studio, and we, you know, we do, we laugh a lot. We really enjoy ourselves
0: um, because you're both no strangers to breakfast radio but you did it for a long time Wendy and Mm -hmm. then you you filled in of course with um With Angela Mm -hmm. for for a lot of years here. How did you feel about returning in a full-time capacity to breakfast?
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, the funny thing about it is um, yeah, and my alarm goes off at (laughs) 3.45. I say to Robbie, though, it could be worse. I could be on TV and they're putting makeup on you. Imagine that.
0: (laughs) That would be just horrible. But I'm guessing you've got a longer commute too, is that that right? (laughs) Yeah.
2: That is is correct. I (laughs) I get in here a little bit earlier than Wendy Mm -hmm. because of that. Mm. Yeah,
1: yeah. Um, Yeah, so my commute's about, you know, 40 minutes or something. Um, And then, um, so how did I feel about going back to it? The funny thing is about it that I feel more energized now than I did before. I feel less tired, even though I'm getting up a little later. I think... When it, a little think, earlier. A little earlier. I think, see, I need Robbie to hear, see, see, see how that it's works. It's all right, darling. Have a cup of tea. See, <laughs> You'll that, be fine. He just fills in the missing links. Um, I think any time you get, you're get you getting up in the dark <laughs> is a bad time. So if it's an hour here or there, it doesn't seem to matter, James, Is that's what I'm saying.
0: Has a friendship blossomed? Because I know you used to do a spot on Robbie's breakfast show prior, but I know now I think you had dinner recently at, at Wendy's, and have you got closer together or was that always sort of there anyway?
2: Well, James, you might have a, a little inside knowledge that I haven't got we because... We did
1: say uh, that you'd been we, to dinner at my house, mm. but he hasn't.
2: Oh, oh he hasn't. No, that's true. Do you know what? We, we have had dinner together. It wasn't okay. actually at Wendy's house. <laughs> but I, it sounded <laughs> not, like that on yeah, air. Yeah, yeah, it did. We were implying... We actually were implying that, <laughs> yeah. but it was... We had. had I'm had, not letting him into my house. We had I had mean, dinner there together. are limits, And if you think I'm going to Collaroy really. for a dinner with Wendy, You can just forget it. There's absolutely no chance. And we don't like those sort
1: of... Well, we don't like each other. ...inner city (laughs) westerns. We're inner city, I don't know, lefty, what of those Chardonnay people. I thought you
2: were the Chardonnay drinker, personally. (laughs) Um, Yeah, no, so has a friendship blossomed? Yeah, look, the answer is yes. Look, it's a a good question, James, and it's it's really fundamental, actually, to the show, is that um, the chemistry for Wendy and I... um, between us is actually really good and we didn't know whether that was going to be the case until day one when we got on air first day of breakfast at 2018 and hit the mics open just to get a sense of what it was going to be like it, it you don't and we thought it was going to be fine we got along fine in the little you know the little crossover segment that we did with each other but when you're suddenly putting a brekkie show together, you—it's a very different dynamic, and it's a little bit like a forced marriage. In that you—you you think you know the person, you think it's going to be okay, but until you're actually there washing the dishes for each other and doing each other's laundry, which is a bit like breakfast radio at times, you don't know whether you're actually going to uh, connect with each other. And I have to say, I'm—you know—been really delighted that we've had a fantastic time together so far. It's—it's—it's it's, it's really the—the the fundamental part of it that that. I enjoy the most, and mm. I know that she'll back me up, because if she doesn't, then I'm in terrible <laughs> no, trouble. But,
1: but, but it really is true, and, um, you know, we bring a lot of that chemistry on the air, of course, but then there's the behind the scenes where we're just falling about laughing over <laughs> one thing or another. Usually... Usually some of the interesting texts that we get. Um, But let's not go there. But no, but we – and, you know, what you have to learn too, of course, when you do radio is what the boundaries are, you know. Does, you know, Robbie really want to talk about – well, I mean – what? I won't even mention it now, but is <laughs> is he relaxed about having that on the air? No, he's not because he doesn't want to go back there because there are still some proceedings that yes, going that, through the
2: court. Oh, that's and right, <laughs> and I'm not allowed to leave the country, of course, so I have to make up stories about and my passport's been revoked and I, and I've got to go to the police station every week and report. <laughs> that's it's, right, it's and difficult. he doesn't
0: want
1: that on it, yeah. so I respect
2: that. But uh, you know, time will tell. Um, once it's all out in the telegraph, it'll be yeah. you know a different story, and <laughs> yeah. and they say. Any publicity is good publicity. Yeah, Even uh, that.
1: Yeah, yeah. So,
2: that's right. Mm, we're, um, we're joking, by the way, James, <laughs> just, in yeah, just in case you're wondering. I, I, there are no legal proceedings against me. I just want to clarify that for your audience. Okay, oh, there goes my next question. Yeah.
0: <laughs> um, is it, does it feel like at all a, a next generation at the ABC?
1: Well, guys, of course. is it just of course, some sort of organic... D- of course, there are, no doubt, a lot of people who would have been long-time listeners to the ABC. We go back to the Andrew Ollie days, who won't who have, won't enjoy the new format. And in the beginning, they were pretty fierce, weren't they?
2: Oh, Well, well but, do you know what? They weren't as fierce as I was expecting, yeah, to be of course. honest. But, but they all
1: drifted off in about a couple of weeks. Mm. And, you know, the, the, the comments had really settled down, hadn't they? Yeah, With to, to be
2: honest, I, I think it helped us... Uh, having both been on the station for for a number of years prior to it, it, the evolution wasn't as drastic as it was for some other cities around the country. So, uh, you know, there are other cities in the ABC where they're copying it a bit harder and it's a bit more of a gear change for them. And I think that's we're lucky in that way and that the audience have kind of gone, oh, I don't like it as much or I like it more or whatever the case, or I wish there was more Wendy or I wish there was more Robbie or whatever. We get a little bit of that, but we don't get that kind of uh, full-on force. We don't get, what the
1: hell are you doing on my radio? We don't get that so much. But um, the funny thing about it is, is because... Um, uh, well, the people are used to it now, but in the beginning, uh, people would think that I was the interloper on Robbie's program. So we get all these texts, Wendy, stop interrupting Robbie. And then when it went into into my after eight thirty, Robbie was the interloper on 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 my program, and he would get Robbie, stop interrupting Wendy. So there was a bit of territorial. People were quite territorial about, you know. For, for uh, uh, on our on our behalf about our little patches, but now they're you know completely relaxed. So they they get it. We're fine. You know.
0: Tell me, just talk a little bit about the show and its form. Mm. Is is eight forty five breakfast time for you
2: guys? I mean. Well, no, happens it's, it happens already. Just go back lunch at eight forty-five. To be honest, it's do you, um.
0: Do you eat before you go on air? You yeah, you have yeah, first? Do, yeah. Okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. We do.
1: I have a sandwich in the car that my husband
2: makes. I have um. I'm not really in favour of people eating in the workplace, but I seem to be outvoted. Well, I have breakfast at my desk. Uh-huh. But prior to yeah. Wendy arriving quite often. So. Yes,
1: yes, because the crunching of muesli is not... I did have to draw the line, though, when we had an intern in one day. And during the meeting, as we were standing there in front of the whiteboard, she opened a bag of raw carrots. Wow. And she...
0: And I just snapped. I said,
1: what the... You know, you can't be eating raw carrots very early in the morning. Um, but, uh, yeah. So
0: your 8.45 break, it is a long time. Oh, 7.45. A 7.45 yeah. yeah, yeah. Break. yeah it's yeah, 45 yeah. minutes. So are you back yeah. with the
2: producers then working on the last yeah, yeah, pretty hour and a half? It's so. half time. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. The official, and there's oranges that are corded up. Mm. And we <laughs> huddle together and the coach gives us a few words and we we get a bit of liniment on <laughs> the legs. Um, well, it is a bit like that, actually. It's It's... We sometimes do pre-records uh, okay. during the middle of it, so yep. it's not like we're just going off and slackening off. But it's about it, the, the, the first half of the show, obviously there's a big conversation before we go to air. Um, it's uh, just after six. And then for the second half of the show, we are, we've got an editorial meeting around eight and talk about what's happening in the second half of the show. And that
1: gives us a chance to sort of bone up on any you know, research that we have to do um, and... Um you know that—that's just a really nice little refresh there. I guess
2: it, it's an interesting point, though, because at times I feel like it's a hindrance, not a help, because your energy levels sometimes can flag. It, it feels like um, it feels like you're. Uh, you've, and especially for me, because I did, did that show for, for four years, where it finished at seven forty-five, and there's still a few muscles in my body where, I go <laughs> for seven forty-five, you've finished the show, and then it gets to eight thirty, and it's like, oh my gosh, here we go again, it's back on again. And in some ways, having that um, that that forty-five minutes there, you do start to wind down a little bit. It takes uh, a bit of extra energy to get back up on it on the horse at eight thirty. Sure, yeah. The to my um, my ears, when I've been
0: listening, it's a, it's a very topical show it's sort of news driven what's happening mm-hmm. that day as opposed to you sort of planning segments that'll happen at the same time every day during the week or things yeah, like that yeah i don't right? i
1: think segment radio is a bit old fashioned really oh you know it's thursday we're going to do gardening today <laughs> or oh, friday we'll do our book reviews i don't really like that kind of radio i didn't do it in the mornings either yeah it is a topical show i think one of the going back to our partnership there i think the the real um, a monkey to get off our back was how Robbie and I would go if we interviewed a politician together. And once we had that politician with the premier in the bag, and we were really happy without it with with the way it went, that was ah, this is really possible. It's I guess it's really difficult for a politician in some ways too to have two people. At you, you know, at the same time, um,
2: it's a pincer interview. movement, isn't it? Yeah, a bit of a pincer <laughs> yeah.
1: movement, but we had to work out how to do that. So I think sometimes, because the other thing too is of the dynamic. If you're pursuing something with with a uh, you know with a politician. You don't want the other person sort of jumping in and changing the topic, you know. So we've kind of learned to get out of each other's way as much as we've learned to how to sort of come together on particular things.
0: My research, I've found some people who are very um, appreciative of your interviews with politicians. I think the Premier was one of them they pointed out and they were, and I could say this, I think they were almost surprised at sort of how hard you went at it. Too mm. really because they, they mightn't have been expecting that, but they thought, gee, it was great. They, all the tough questions were getting asked, and and you kept after answers for them.
1: Oh well, that's good. I'm glad to hear that because, uh, one of the one of the things that comes through sometimes is if we're doing a lighter topic, uh, there'll be a little you know text will say, oh, this is <laughs> really dumbing down the show. Oh, <laughs> it's blah, not blah, just blah, blah. the show; it's the ABC, the ABC generally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Um, But then, but then, of course people don't look at what happens across a show and that can be as you say you know um, an interview with uh, the Premier We this morning we just had a very long session with Julia Baird talking about um, domestic violence in the church so we can hit those kind of topics but also uh, we had a to- topic this morning about women playing Candy Crush <laughs> and uh, and so we do the light topics as well I mean one of the biggest topics that went off was um Robbie and I had an argument about whether yes or whether it was yes or no to flannelette sheets.
2: Mm, and it's and, yes obviously. And I am adamant
1: <laughs> that you should never have those passion killers on your bed. <laughs> and so <laughs> So, you wouldn't believe. I mean, the the whole you know switch melted down practically. Uh, the so many people calling and so many texts. So, I think that people somehow have an idea of what the ABC should be doing. It should be doing very serious radio. But but that's not really what people, in the end, want to listen to. Well,
2: well, not just, not entirely. I mean, it's no, yeah, course, I mean, but not, not consistent. You can have that light a, shade. Yeah, it's about know. dynamic. It's about uh, about reflecting people's lives but also about hitting those really important stories, and that's the aim.
1: And there's a really clear charter too within the ABC, a really clear idea that, um, you know, you've got news radio here, you've got RN there, and then you've got local radio, which is to reflect uh, local issues and also perhaps be a
2: bit lighter listening. Well, to reflect people's lives. Mm. I mean, people's lives, they they can be heavy and the, the politics do affect them, but there's also... Lighter, more joyous things in their life that they're very happy to have reflected at them mm, as part mm. of their their radio station. So yeah. that's part yeah.
0: of it. I, I get the feeling the guests and the listeners, when they ring in, feel quite free to sort of almost take the discussion anywhere, and and you'll yeah, be well, sort of not, okay with it.
1: Yeah, well, they're not. Yeah, well, of course they. But you know we. Um, it, it it is a tricky one because sometimes people I was I'll give you an example um the opposition leader Luke Foley on the program recently using the term white flight about uh, uh, he said Anglo families leaving Fairfield in western Sydney and after that interview we had a whole chunk of people saying, oh, you should have picked him up on his racism and then the other half were saying, well, um, um, you know, thank goodness he's allowed to come on and say what he says, you know. So, So I think that we know that we're doing well if we get half the audience saying we went too hard and the other half saying we didn't go hard enough, I
0: guess. I know my ears certainly pricked up them when there was a mention of oral sex this morning after, after <laughs> yes. nine o'clock. Well, you I, can't. I, so did mine.
2: I, mine were quite surprised at the time as well, well but there you
0: are.
1: That yeah. is Julie McCrossen, yes. by the way. You can't stop Julie McCrossan. She's a very frank woman. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I think people are pretty grown up, you know, these days, and um, people are pretty free to turn over and switch off the dial if they find it a bit heavy going.
0: Sure. Bit of risque. Yeah. yeah. Um, how conscious are you of time spent on topics? Is that something you you worry about, or do you just let it? You think it, if it's if it's good, you let it go a bit longer. Yeah, so-
2: sometimes, you know, the the ideal times for things. Um, there's a lot of debate about it. Uh, but I think it really depends on the topic that you're talking about. There's no doubt that there are times when we should have probably gotten out of a topic earlier than we did. But sometimes that's trial and error as well. And there are other times when we should have let things go longer, where we sort of we got a little bit um, uh, a bit shot, a bit bit scared of sticking with something too long, when really it actually had more legs in it, had had more material in it, and we could have taken it further. So this is part of learning how to make those calls together as well. I mean, we're we, we're both on air with the microphones on doing these stories. <laughs> because I have a bit of a propensity, James, I'm
1: afraid <laughs> to say, to come in and ask that one last yeah. question. <laughs> and sometimes I'm, I'm saying to Robbie, could I looking in eyeballing?
2: Well, she's pointing the eyeballing with, with the finger up going, one more question, and I'm like giving her the hand signal. I that when it seems like Robbie's winding it up. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, that's right. Well, the interesting thing is, of course, is that you have to learn an entire we well, have to have an entire Voc- vocabulary. vocabulary of twitches and eyeballs <laughs> and rays and things and you know Crossing your fingers and sort of giving a a, um, the one I like is just giving that sort of slash across the neck, you know, (laughs) as if you're cutting someone's cut them off, you know. So it really is. It must look to outsiders to be quite comical, I Mm. would think, with with this vocabulary. But we've developed a whole new
2: visual language. Yes, we have indeed.
1: And the funny thing about it is, of course, you you were talking about you know it being a forced marriage. Robbie and I probably spend more time with each other. Well not probably yeah, we, we would <laughs> yeah. every day than we would with our spouses mm. so gosh you've got to get along don't you mm. you've got to get along
0: i enjoyed um i guess you've got a a talented team that works with you and i guess one of them was at a mosque this morning was that right is he one of your team Yeah, i think you ran two little Yeah, sam w- went
2: out i mean we, which this is what we're experimenting with but one of the decisions that we made at the beginning of the year is to try and get more of the sounds of Sydney onto the radio. So it's early days yet, but we're trying to do a few more live crosses to the streets of Sydney basically to get the the oral flavor of the city and so that that was a part of that. We thought, well, where's somewhere that that we don't necessarily a lot of Sydney sider's wouldn't go, but has really rich cultural and sonic kind of uh, resonance that we can send Sam out to and Get him to pull back some of the the yeah. material, and so he went out to the, the Lakemba Mosque, and
1: and tomorrow he's going out to because it's the first day of winter, he's going out to uh, idiot to <laughs> talk mm. to idiot who are going for a swim, yeah, in, at Bondi, yeah. of
2: course, before sunrise. Mm. <laughs> And we might make him go for a swim as well. Mm. We haven't checked that with the OH&S officer, but uh, Mm. I don't think it's quite bullying, is it? Yeah,
1: well, Mm. I don't know whether I want to go back to those uh, today FM days of (laughs) sending Michael Sidney O'Neill up the top of the Harbour Bridge. But still, look, the funniest story was, we had a great reporter there once, and uh, we came up with this thing that was called Dash for Cash. And uh, anyway, um, we pinned money. All over our street guy, and of course, and he was at one end of Crow's Nest, you know, a mall or something, and then the, the, uh, the, the, listeners were down the other end and then it was like bang and off they went well the listeners caught up to him in about three seconds (laughs) ripped all the cash on him off off him and pretty much beat him to a pulp and it (laughs) it didn't really make for very good listening on air there was just this ah cries. oh so many funny oh gosh radio's funny It really is funny. One of the great things about radio, though, I suppose one of the bad things, but one of the good things as well, is it's so ephemeral, you know. It's kind of gone. And so if you make a colossal blunder, Mm. you know, or you, not a colossal blunder, but if you do something, you think, oh my God, that was so clunky. Why did I say that? That was so, it's gone. Hmm. You know, but
2: mostly. do you still
0: have those moments either? Oh, or yeah, or
2: gosh. Never, James, obviously. I mean, Wendy has a few, yeah. more than a few, let's be honest. Uh, no, we sometimes get off here and go, good grief, you know, why do we do this job mm. sometimes? And other, other days we get off here and we go, gee, that was just really fun and really fantastic to do. So you have good days, you have bad days. It's not even, actually you're right, it's not even bad days or good days, it's bad moments. You have good moments and then it's, it's on to the next thing and mm. you hope that the next thing is going to be better, so... Yeah. Uh, that's just the nature of it. That's the beauty of it as well, though, because so much of it is life.
0: Mm, mm. Do either of you draw consciously or maybe subconsciously from from past broadcasting experience? I mean, Robbie, your your years at Triple J, and yeah. Wendy, your commercial. Yeah, well, like, I think right? so very yeah.
1: much. I mean, I, I have a, a bit of a, an understanding, I guess. a, a a good judgment about what is going to work as a topic that people will want to talk about um, and you know every now and then you'll pick a topic that's completely dud. you're like oh give us a call now and they'll be just tumbleweeds Tumbleweed. <laughs> crickets um, but most I've got a pretty good strike rate and that's from years of doing obviously um, a breakfast radio I think yeah, And t- yeah, commercial radio
2: and I think sonically as well, all those years at Triple J meant that I've spent a lot of time playing with sound and playing with music uh, and, you know, I, sit, I, I panel for the show. And so there is that sense of trying to bring a little bit of sonic tapestry to the, the show when possible. Sometimes it works and sometimes it doesn't. But when it works, it's really great. You get that, that extra layer of, um, of of connection if you've got other things to play that so it's not just the, the, us two droning on it's that, that that real we've got lovely
1: archival you know archival um, sound we've got sound effects you've got music you've yeah. got this huge palette to play with and one of the things that's quite difficult if you're there doing a program by, your, by yourself and you're panelling and you're trying to ask questions and That's impossible. It's really hard yeah. to A, you know, be able to chime in with a joke that you've thought of, you think, Oh, this'll be a good setup. I'll play with this. Um and and the same with your music. So if you've got two people doing it, you've got a little bit more time to think, Oh, I know how I could I know
0: what I could do here. You know, so helps. you those quirky musical moments, if I could call them that, you sort of put them together and yeah, look, sort of it's... Sort play-ins and play-outs, yeah, I guess. Yeah,
2: that's right. So there's... I mean, look, sometimes, as always, sometimes they're great and sometimes they fall flat or they're a bit discordant. But it's really... It's about trying to flesh out the that, that sonic palette. Hmm. Uh, even though a lot of people are listening on AM and sometimes the sonic palette's not as broad as we'd like it to, there are a lot of people who are listening now via the app and that's um, sounding a lot better. We're getting closer to FM style, which is sort of important for us yeah. if we can. Uh, and that is that's that's the aim you want to be able to enrich the listener through not just what's being spoken about but that sort of uh that that's that sonic reward that you get sometimes um that hasn't been a part of of, of talk radio as much in the past even though it well it has in some ways it, it has when it's worked well but it hasn't been as much of a focus in the past and so it's yeah, we, we're constantly trying to you know, I think, I think that And yeah. playing little pieces, I mean, you can't yeah. really fail. I mean, no, no, you, no, you have can't. To play yeah. a whole track. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. But yeah. I think yeah. um, Ross
0: and John, you'd be familiar with down in 3 R W in Melbourne, mm. they do some great little work with that, with sort of classic rock tunes, but yeah. just little pieces yeah. of them, and yeah. it just really brightens yeah. up yeah. The, yeah, It does. It's a like a sorbet, program, you
2: know? know? It's like he's a bit of a reward. We've done the heavy eating. He's a little something that's nice for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah could i maybe sort of wind this up with a
0: discussion a bit about the abc i mean your chairman came out yesterday quite heavy and said look you know don't listen to people who are continually sort of he called it a not a war but i think a battle sort of waging a battle against the abc what's the what's the feeling like in here do you is there a feeling that you are under a bit of siege or well, is it just sort of something that happens I, continually i or?
1: have noticed that that um there have been their messages on the text line. Oh, they'll be, oh, typical ABC, fake news, oh, yeah, lefty bias, blah, blah, blah. A lot of those messages coming through now that I hadn't really seen in the past, but a lot more of them. But I feel pretty confident and relaxed about what we do. We spend so much time time on trying to get that balance we really do that if we're going to have a person with one point of view then we will counterbalance that with the person with another we completely are are watching what we do and monitoring what we do all the time every producer knows it and so um you know i i i just feel that it is something that the people that I work with in, at, at ABC Sydney are really, really aware of. Mm. Just, to you know, keep that, keep that balance there as much as you can.
2: But you're right. There is, no doubt, a campaign against the ABC and it's an ongoing campaign and it's a pretty virulent campaign at times. And so you do feel like you're at, in the crosshairs uh, on a regular basis. Whether or not that trigger is pulled is irrelevant. Um, I mean, in some ways that can be good. You feel like you're being held accountable and you feel like that there is going to be a... A, a, a thorough investigation of what you do and, and why you do it and so that holds you to account. But it can be exhausting at times too where you feel like you're constantly having to defend um, parts of the ABC. But, as the chairman said, there are the figures stand for themselves. There mm-hmm. is overwhelming support for what the ABC does across Australia for the vast majority of Australians and that gives you a real sense of support and it's, it's the truth. So yeah.
1: it, it does become difficult sometimes of course when you when you're trying to as you know robbie and i do you're doing political material and you're having a go at the you know the state government and you're having another go at the state government but seriously if it was a labor government you'd be doing the same Mm. thing that really that's your job to keep the government um on point and uh, to be accountable and transparent so um I guess that and if you if you're constantly told, oh, you're always getting stuck into the very and government, well yeah you we are that's kind of the job mm. um but we get stuck into the opposition leader as well
0: you know do does do you live within no, no I don't mean this as a criticism, but within an ABC bubble, I mean, do you have much
2: contact with commercial media yes, every morning, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, we have... Yeah, James, we have three television sets going constantly in the studio, two of which are commercial television. Um, We have... uh, I I read all the newspapers that are published in Sydney um, each morning, as does Wendy. We read all the major sites. Wendy um, watches a lot of international television, listens to a lot of international radio podcasts. Yeah, I mean, the idea that we're in some kind of bubble is entirely ridiculous because we are constantly... Um, it's keeping up to speed with what is being said, not just in Sydney media, national media, international media, whether it be commercial or not, and the vast majority of, of it is commercial. Yeah. Um, then that is our job. It, our job is to be aware of, of what though, yeah. what's, what's and, being. And if,
1: you, and if you look at uh, if you look at the station as a whole, uh, right across the day, you'll find people who live in all parts of Sydney. You know, north west, you know, inner west, um, wherever. Um, so. Um, I don't think you can be you can be really accused of being particularly um, biased towards a, a certain part of Sydney either. Mm-hmm. Um, we try and. You know, cover all the bases for all the different groups that we have. We, we try to be—we're quite assiduous about that. You know, we well, you know, we should be. We haven't done anything for the, for the eastern suburbs for a while. Why don't we go out there? And what about out in the west? Da da, da da We'll follow that topic. We'll follow this. You know, so it's um, it's not a, it's not something where you get in every day and you just think, oh, you know, whatever comes by. There is a there's method in the madness, yeah, if you yeah. like.
0: Yeah. Okay. All mm. right. Good. It's a good way to end it. And um, look, uh, great talking to you, Wendy, Robbie. The um, figures seem to indicate the audience is pretty happy with what they're getting. So I think um, we've
1: got some ratings coming up just soon. So let's sell yeah, just next touch week. Forward. So yeah, we'll hold yeah. our hold our fire. <laughs> we'll see so you. Nice yeah. <laughs> all right. <laughs> Thanks, James. Thank you. Thank you very much.